0: You're listening to episode 367 of the Membership Geeks podcast. And this week, we're going behind the membership. You're listening to the Membership Geeks podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now here are your hosts, Mike
1: Morrison and Callie Willows.
0: Well, hello there. I'm excited about this episode. It's a little bit different to previous Behind the Memberships because my guest today has actually only just launched her membership. And if you've listened to these episodes before, you'll know that normally my guests have had their membership running for at least a year. But I was really keen to talk to Josie Lewis and really deep dive into her recent launch.
2: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this as well, especially, you know, when we were talking about bringing Josie onto the show, knowing that she's just launched and you know i know that within the academy community um josie shared a little bit of an insight into that launch and it was certainly far more successful than she anticipated she attracted over 800 members during the launch so while this is i think this is the earliest stage we brought someone on for a little behind the membership deep dive it's with good reason
0: yeah, and, and as great a result as that launch is, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to to speak to Josie while it was still fresh in her mind, essentially, that many members in your first launch can also be a bit of a double-edged sword, yeah. uh, which is something we talk about here, as well as how Josie actually achieved that result in the first place and the work went into that went into her launch success.
2: Yeah, well, I think we should just stop talking and, and jump in because I really want to hear what Josie's got to say and what else she's got to share about the ups and the downs and the good and the bad of such a successful launch. So should we dive in?
0: Let's do it. Today, I'm talking with the wonderful Josie Lewis, owner of a art production studio and now a membership owner too, with her recently launched Art Revenue Coaching Membership. Welcome to the show, Josie. Well, hello. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to talk to you. I'm really looking forward to this. And I will say this is going to be a little bit different to our normal behind the membership episodes um, as your membership is only really recently launched. But I thought it would be a great change to actually just really deep dive into that launch process that you've just been through and how you're finding these first couple of months of running a membership.
1: Yeah, outstanding. I love talking about it.
0: (laughs) So with that said, to get us started, do you want to tell us a little bit about what your membership actually is?
1: Yes. So my membership is called Art Revenue Coaching. And in the membership, I help artists to make art and sell their art because I think artists should get paid. Yeah, that
0: definitely sounds like a good cause there. And so what made you actually to decide to launch a membership, especially considering you already have a successful art business already?
1: Yeah. So a couple of years ago, probably 2020, 2019 or so, I was... Just, I mean, I, you know, like I have a a um, studio where I make art, and it's delightful, and having some success, and things are going great. But whenever I would meet an artist. I would just life coach them within like five minutes, you know, any creative, really any business owner. I just, I just love online marketing and I love social media and I love helping people to figure out ways to bring their superpowers to the world. And it's just, and I'm kind of a frustrated professor. (laughs) Like I kind of want to, I love teaching. I love um, communicating, you know, all those things. And so it was like, I felt like I wasn't Um, fully maximizing my potential or my passions by just being an artist, although that's a lovely job too, you know? Um, And so I just kept having this like um, repeated uh, pressure or like this kind of like calling or this like, Josie, you've got to, you've got to create this Um, opportunity to connect with artists and just help them and support them and coach them and give them community and all the things, you know, because most people are just sort of floating around (laughs) and there's so much um, cultural myth around artists, not being able to make money, you know, the starving artist, all that, that I think is, especially in these days um, harmful and incorrect. And so I really want to like, um, you know, correct, correct that myth and, and help people. Awesome. That sounds great. And have you always been an artist?
0: Is that always been your background or were you yep. doing other things before that?
1: Yeah. So my, my daddy's an artist and I came up making art and then, uh, I went to, you know, art school for four years and then I went to grad school, which is an MFA in the U S. Um, so basically I went to art school for like eight years. Wow. <laughs> I could have been a surgeon. <laughs> No, not really. I couldn't have been a surgeon, but I, um, I, I definitely was in art school for a long time. So of course I know loads and loads of artists. And, um, and I also, you know, my dad is a, just an incredible painter, but he never was able to master the marketing. And this was of course before the internet, but he could, it was just hard, you know, it was just hard to figure out, um, how to, monetize it, you know? And so, you know, just watching my dad and then of course, many, many artist friends of mine that are just geniuses and their work is so amazing and they just struggle, you know? So I, I just really have that, have that heart. So the membership is very much focused on the, how to make a
0: living from being an artist, as opposed to teaching kind of art techniques and things like that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's not a tutorial um, membership at all. Uh, I do think it's important to talk about the artistic process and like developing your unique voice and figuring out how to um, to discover your superpowers as an artist and how to get better at communicating your art, all those things. But it's absolutely not like and here's how you paint with watercolors, you know.
0: And so I'd love to know. You mentioned when I asked about what made you decide to launch a membership that you first started thinking about this a few years ago. So now I know you only only launched recently. So what was it that actually kind of took you from that idea a few years ago to now launching?
1: Yeah. So I I um had this idea of, of doing a membership or a course. So it was between, you know, launching a full scale digital course on the same topic or a membership. And I actually recorded a course last year. Uh but I got kind of slowed down with the edit and a number of other things and not to mention the fact that I have a full-time production studio. So I have a full-time job already. So it's kind of like adding in these additional elements is always like a time a time management thing. Um and I also had I also have a very big audience on social media. So I you know I probably have you know, three plus million followers on various social channels for my art. Um, And so then it was like, okay, I know that there's probably a Venn diagram of people who are interested in my art and also are interested in their own creative practice. And there's somewhere in the middle that, you know, there's like a, a, a group of people that I could target, but it was a pivot, you know, so it, I, it took me a while to figure out how to do the pivot, you know, well, not alienate, alien, alien, alienating, you can say that word alienating my existing audience, but uncovering a new audience. And so, um, and then also fear as a side note, total Totally terrified, <laughs> like completely terrified. Cause I just didn't know, you know, I didn't know, um, you know, we were talking about like what, what a failure would be. And somebody was like, well, what if nobody signs up for your membership? And I'm like, well, that wouldn't be that bad. It would be if 10 people signed up because then I'm on the hook for like a year of content, but without really the, you know, the compensation to make it worth it. <laughs> so that was the concern, you know, like, and it was just like, do you know, I, I don't really struggle with imposter syndrome in my art identity, but in this category, it's it's kind of like being a business coach doesn't seem like something, even though I love finance and money and talking about sales and online marketing and it's I'm just get so geeked out about it. I somehow I felt like I wasn't quite qualified. I don't know there was there was a lot of fear and a lot of resistance. It took some fighting, you know, which i I'm, I'm sure your audience can identify with. <laughs> there's a real there's a real fight, you know, like and um and then and then uh you know, getting into some of my um my strategies for doing that pivot um, just required me being on camera a lot, you know, like I need, you know, I needed to develop the old no like, and trust, you know, and people knew my hands, they knew my art, but they didn't know my face. They didn't know my communication style, you know? So I needed to figure out a way to like, to see if I could use the audience that I have, but pivot to this new Well, I call it the Josie Show. So it goes from Josie Lewis Art to the Josie Show. So then the Josie Show is more me talking about the creative practice and creative business, Um, and it just took a really long time. It took a really long time (laughs) to figure it out.
0: I think I think a lot of people can resonate with that. And a couple of things I want to touch on there. The first is you know you mentioned you already have this hugely successful production business, which is kind of a full time job on its own. So you don't really need to be starting a membership in terms of for finances and things like this. So this is really more of a p- passion project essentially.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Although I will say that um, it, I would recommend to any, here's my here's my business hat coming on. I would recommend to any anybody in any business to diversify. Any small business entrepreneur owner should diversify a, as many ways as they can, because as we know, The last couple of years, things change a lot fast and we don't know what's coming, you know. And and so then I've thought a lot about more having more digital products and also it's scalable. And that's the other brilliant thing about the digital world. And there's only so many paintings I can make. And so many paintings I can ship, and, you know, and, and, and I can raise my prices, I guess, but really it's a one-to-one ratio, you know, but with digital naturally I can keep growing and keep building and add more products and add different types of, you know, maybe more specialized memberships. There's a lot of directions I can go. And that scalability is really key. Yeah. It gives you a, it gives you an extra safety net essentially.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So the other thing you mentioned there was about your audience so you had a you had a huge audience already but they were people that were interested in your art so you mentioned there kind of that having to make that pivot between the people that would also be interested in learning from you in terms of how to do this do this themselves essentially so how did you end up kind of navigating that and and working out that split
1: yeah so um i am a real big fan of the e- email list building and i had been building an email list for years and years and years uh towards um my art you know towards like product launches and you know art tutorials and i have a watercolor set that i that I you know sell and things like that. So, um, so I built I'd started to build up that list. And so then, um, because of the wonders of you know tagging, I I'm able to like tag how people come in. So right away, this this happened back in 2020. I actually started building my art biz list. I call it um, early on because I wanted to start pulling people in that might be interested in that kind of coaching from me. And so I started that list very early. And I even had like a you know I had some lead generator stuff, you know, like it was like, I had a mini course and a few things like that. And then it kind of died on the vine a little bit. Um, but I kept it going and people kept signing up for it. They'd find that somehow they dig it out of my website and they'd, um, and they'd, and they'd find it. And then when I got real serious about it was last fall and Instagram is my sweet spot. So that's like the, I mean, I'm on all the platforms, but Instagram is where I feel like I have the most Um, connection to my audience, the most engagement and all that. Um, but I didn't want to dilute the Josie Lewis art brand and alienate the people that are just there for the paint, you know? (laughs) So, so I decided to start a new channel, um, called the Josie show. And I actually had had another channel that was already, that I'd used for something else. Um, and I just pivoted that. <laughs> so, I ha- it, it it came fully loaded with some followers already, which is very nice if you can get it. You know, but then I was also pulling people over from Josie Lewis art. And then my my um plan there uh was to um create daily uh shorts like the reels, which is a big thing these days, you know, which is under 60 seconds. So, they're under 60 second vertical video where I give a art, art tip, uh, art coaching tip. So it's talking head, basically it's me talking. Um, and I keep it real short, you know, so hopefully under 60, it's always under 60, but sometimes even under 30. So it's just like real, um, tight. And, uh, and I, and I, that still continues to be where I get the most action, you know, the most, um, the most lead generators and the most engagement, the most views and everything. But then I'm also posting those to, all the other channels as well you know and one thing that i think tactically i kind of blew in the early years of the the business was i didn't um i didn't post regularly to youtube even though i have all these videos i it was kind of it ended up being like kind of an ego thing for me because i would post a video to instagram and i'd get hundreds of thousands of views and then i'd post the same video to youtube and i'd get 40 views, you know? So then it was like, well, what's the point of this? But of course the point is that YouTube lives forever. And so those, I have YouTube videos that people are going back to that are three or four years old and they still are clicking on the links and they're still generating leads. So then that was the other thing that I decided to do is double down on YouTube.
0: Awesome. And so that was kind of the fall, did you say, where you kind of really started doubling down on on that? In the fall. uh, Mm -hmm. So so I love that actually you didn't take the fact that you had an existing large audience for granted and you did kind of put in that effort to build a specific audience for this. Because I think that's a trap a lot of people fall into when they've got an existing business of not recognizing that the membership maybe isn't for the people that are already interested in their other business. So I, I love that you kind of put the time and effort into doing that, even though it, you know, we all know it's huge work growing one audience, let alone two.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it is. But it, it seemed like so important to, um, if people are going to be coached by me, you know, just ha- knowing that I'm a artist that they like, isn't enough, you know, there, there has to be more of a connection to my communicating style and, you know, like my humor. And cause not everybody's gonna like me, unbelievable as that is, <laughs> some Absolutely. people might not like me <laughs> and that's fine. They can go get their art coaching somewhere yeah. else, but I needed to, I really felt like I needed to be there to charm people, you know, and to to talk, to pull them into my orbit. So I'd love to talk
2: about
0: the launch itself a little bit then. So when exactly did you launch?
1: So that would have been um, the beginning of May. I think the doors opened on like May 9th or something, something like that.
0: Awesome. So what did you actually do for the launch itself? How did you actually promote things and get those
1: first few members signing up? Yep. So we did the uh, pre-launch formula, the Jeff, Walker, um, the Jeff Walker approach. And so shortly prior to... About, you know, about two weeks prior to the open cart, we, um, I, I, I didn't have anything in the membership really, you know, it was cause it was kind of the idea was that this is the founding member launch. So there wasn't really much content in there. So I filmed a, like a workshop, like a mini course on Instagram for artists and, um, and then it allowed people to join for free. And then released a video every day. You know, once it start, it started on, I don't know. The idea was that the last video of the Instagram for artists was released the day that the, the doors opened for the membership. And so the Instagram for artists workshop pulled in... Um, I, I think it, I think I got like 5,000 signups or something for that. So it was, it was pretty, and that was some from my existing list. Cause I had been working on building that list for a while. Cause I'd had lead generators and stuff like that. Um, but I think I even have a notes over here somewhere, um, from my, my business list at the beginning of that whole launch sequence went from 7,000 to 15,000. So it was a really significant uptick that I was able to do with just that launch, um, which I'm really proud of. Like that was, that was incredible. And and it also shows that there's demand, you know, people yeah. are like, "Oh, I need this, you know? So, um, so that was gratifying. Huge amount of demand
0: there. Yeah. That's kind of almost doubling your audience there. And it's safe to say it was a, a pretty successful launch,
1: right? Well, I, I, it 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 met my requirements. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I like I said, I was worried about just getting 10, you know. Um, but we ended up with uh I think at the at the last count was eight eight hundred and forty that of, of people that joined. So that was amazing. And then we I had several different tiers. People could join monthly, um, and then they could join yearly, and then they could join as a VIP. So, you know, so it, it was distributed throughout those.
0: Awesome. So yeah, nearly 850 members on your first launch is incredible. As you say, you had a, you had a big audience to draw that from, but it's an awesome result um, either way. So you mentioned you've got the, the monthly membership tier, obviously the annual option for that and the VIP. So what was included in those membership options?
1: So when we launched the, you know, the, the pitch, you know, the what we were offering was a monthly training and a monthly live call. And s- since then we've been kind of reconfiguring and I'm adding a few things just because it makes sense. Oh, and there's a community as well. So those are sort of the three, the three elements that were sort of the the promised package. And are you um, actually running on a launch model? So are you closed now or can people still? We're joke? closed. Yep. We're closed and my plan is to launch again in September or October. I'd love to know in terms of the run-up to the
0: launch, you were building that audience. Did you actually kind of get their feedback on what you were creating and kind of solicit ideas from them? Or did you actually let them know what you were creating? Or did this kind of come out as a surprise to people that you were launching this?
1: So that, do you mean my existing email list or the? The the list you've been building for the, the membership, essentially the business. Yep. I did some polling, um, early on, probably a couple months before launch. I, I, um, sent out a survey asking if people are interested, what kind of training they would like. I gave them, you know, probably like 25 titles of things and just told, asked them to click which ones they thought were awesome. And I got about a thousand people that filled out that form. And that was really helpful because it 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 well it dictated Instagram for artists was one of the top picks. You know, so then it was like, oh, well, there's my, there's my, uh, my free, my free workshop because everybody seems to want that, you know? So, so I pulled, you know, I, that, that poll really helped. And then I love the polling feature in Instagram stories. So I did a ton of that. Like, I mean, I run a poll, it seems like every other day, just some of it's just fun and silly, but a lot of the times I'm like running a poll, like, um, Because I still write a, uh, I still write a blog that, you know, that's once or twice weekly. And so I send out polls to find out like, which blog do you want? (laughs) Like, do you want this title or this title? And it's, it's so amazingly effective and helpful because what my audience wants and what I think they might want is often wildly divergent. (laughs) Like it's shocking how different it it can be, you know? So it's a lot of, sometimes I kind of know, but more often than not, I'm like, Oh, okay. They, they want this. All right. You know? So.
0: Yeah. I think that it's always that thing where, you know, you can go so far down, like, this is definitely what people want. And then it's like, Oh no, they want this. this other thing that you, you maybe would have thought would be really unpopular Mm -hmm. or that nobody would be interested in. Yeah. that, That always seems to be the way I think. So obviously the launch was incredibly successful. You've kind of got six figure membership straight out the bat, but is there anything that you would do
1: differently next time you do launch? Oh, I'd have a team. (laughs) I'd have, I'd have a team and I got people on board midway when I was just like, "Oh, Oh my gosh, because it was just, because I was doing so much, um, selling, I didn't even do webinars. I was trying to get it together to do webinars, but I was just so busy, um, welcoming new members. I, um, was on Instagram. I was doing, um, in the DMS, you can leave voice messages. So I was telling people, Hey, ask me a question. And then I'd leave them a personal message. So I was just on that thing all the time. And then of course there's tech issues, you know, people can't figure out how to pay and there's, they get double charged or whatever, you know, all the things that happen. And I, um, I was swamped. I was completely swamped. And then people were jumping into the community in, in, uh, in robust numbers. Like I thought, well, some of the people will want to go there, but like every, they're all artists that are trying to promote themselves. And they're so excited to have someone to, to be there, to see their art. And so then everybody was jumping in um, to the community and it was just like, Oh my gosh, there's 200 new people there that, that they tell their life stories. And they're amazing. These these humans are so incredible. And I want to spend time with each one and look at their art and make a substantive response. And I I can't, I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't do it. So that was, um, so I I got a couple of people on the team that just to be in the community. And I think for the next launch, um, my husband works with me. So he's the like the director of operations here. And so he, he was lockstep with me that whole thing and helped a lot, but I think we're going to get more technical support, more, you know, admin cov- coverage because it's just too much. It was way too much.
0: Yeah. And I think that's kind of a, you know, the, the downside of having that kind of uh, that big launch, especially first launch, because yeah, that getting that many members straight away is awesome, but it is that kind of baptism of fire (laughs) in terms management that's needed and and keeping up with that kind of customer support and engagement as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: So you do have a team helping you with that now, but you didn't initially when you you were first getting started.
1: Yeah, didn't. I mean, I, I pulled those people in midway, you know, uh, that I just happened to have some friends that were qualified, the very qualified to be in the community and, and would have a lot of good things to say. So I, I pulled those, those folks in and that was very, very helpful. Um, and now we're, we're in the process of hiring someone to do more of the tech backend stuff for me, because you know, what I'm finding is like, you know, when I upload the training, I really, what we're trying to do is to keep me in my zone of genius, which is, you know, I love to create the teaching. I love to film the teaching. um, I love to interact with people too, because I, it's important for me to see the questions and the comments that people have um, because it really helps me to define the scope of the training, you know? So it's, it's, it's a benefit I think of the membership is that I can be in there seeing what people are asking looking at their instagram pages looking at their websites and like you know really fine tuning it so that's the benefit of you know the founding members is that they get more attention you know um even with 850 people um they get more attention um and so i um find though that stuff like uploading, you know, I use Kajabi as my platform and it's like uploading the video takes a million years. And then writing a caption is just brain, brain fuzz, you know, and then getting a thumbnail. I mean, all those things, you know, and then, and then I upload the transcript and I upload the PDF and somebody has to build the PDF and that's not my zone of genius. So (laughs) we're looking to hire, so someone, you know, I could just provide the training and the, 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 the forward facing, you know, front and also all the marketing stuff on the, the social media side. Cause I continue to show up on Instagram as the Josie show and on YouTube and on Facebook and on Pinterest and on TikTok. So, you know, there's a lot, <laughs> so there's a lot of end, you know? Yeah, definitely.
0: So I'd love to know then in terms of, you know, we've talked about them being really great launch
1: numbers, but did you actually have a goal in mind for the launch? You know, I just had no idea. I just didn't know what would happen. And you know, people say they they're like a percentage of your list, but some of my list had been around for a long time and I didn't know how active they were. I it was a big question mark for me. Um, and I I my my break-even was a hundred members. You know, I thought if I hit a hundred members at a very low, I mean, the founding member rates are really low. So it was going to be, it wasn't going to be a whole ton of money, but it was like, that will compensate me for doing the trainings and, you know, just setting it up, you know? Um, so 100 was my, like, that'll make me feel okay about it. Um, and then after that, I mean, I really, I really just didn't know. (laughs) Like I will have, when we launch again, I've got goals, you know, now I have a better sense. Although I have some concerns that I picked all the low hanging fruit of people that have been my big fans for a long time. And they're like, yes, I'm in. And now it might be a little bit harder because I'll be pulling in maybe lukewarm leads instead of hot leads or cold leads, you know, like and so it's like kind of charming them and pulling them in and the price is going up. So there's going to be a different, you know, value equation happening. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the uh, founder price actually? It was $22 a month Okay, to come in. And then, you know, then there was like a discount to order for the year. And then there was a $7.99. This is US dollars, of course, $7.99 um, VIP group.
0: So you've been at the time of recording this around live for around two months. How have those first few weeks actually gone for you? Has there been any surprises?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean there were surprises with that the the vigorous nature of the community involvement, and I wasn't wild about the Kajabi community platform. It was hard to manage, which I'm understanding from the forums and stuff that I'm in that. I'm not unusual in that, um, in that assessment. So we, you know, we've been digging into other options for that, but then it, then it's way slowed down, you know, after the initial like flood of introductions, it way slowed down and now it's much more manageable. Um, and that's, that's been great. I still don't love the format. Uh, so it's an open question, but I also understand that Kajabi's, I mean, I'm sure Kajabi knows, <laughs> And they do seem to always be launching new, um, new, new options, you know, or new, you know, new updates. So hopefully, it will get better. I'm, I'm not sure. That's still, a, that's still a question. Um, and then, I was surprised. Um, well, one thing that happened, which I'm sure is very unique to my niche, but it might happen in in other niches as well. But one thing that happened was. Um, I, my, my, the Josie show channel that I have on Instagram, I hadn't followed anybody. It was just, I just, there was no, no followers on that account, but when I opened the membership, I followed the new members. So, um, so then I got it, which is a great way for me to just, I can scroll through and see what people are doing, what they're posting. And it helps me to just understand, you know, the, the life of the, of my artists that are in my group. And, um, and one thing that happened that was just brilliant, I got to figure out a way to like promote this more for the next launch is that the, um, the lovely members all started following each other. And of course there was, you know, so some, some people doubled their Instagram followers, um, with a bunch of like excited, you know, excited artists that are supporting them. And that was, that was really fun and, and a huge benefit that I did not anticipate, but it was super helpful for, you know, my artists that are looking to grow their Insta pages. So, so I got to like, uh, so now we have an Instagram directory and, you know, we, we doubled down on that. So next launch, that will be like, uh, Hey, if you want to be a part of this crazy big, you know, squad, <laughs> like this is your, this is your opportunity. I love that. And yeah, I think it sounds
0: like you kind of hit on something where you've got a, a really strong community element straight away. And I think for a lot of memberships, that's something they do struggle with to start off with getting that engagement in the community and stuff. But it, it seems like you've hit on something where actually that's just been inherent from the start, which is great. Yeah.
1: Well, then I'd read, I mean, I'd been through Membership Academy and I'd read a lot about communities and I was like, I don't think it's going to be that busy. I tried to, years ago, I had a Facebook community that was like super boring and like nobody ever posted. And I was like, this is dumb, you know? So I thought it would be like that. I didn't know it. I didn't know. I just didn't know that it was going to be something that people were really going to enjoy, you know? So.
0: Now, obviously it is early days. So it's, it's a little too early to kind of get an idea of kind of retention and things like that. But is there anything that you've put in place in particular with retention in mind to to try and keep all those members for as long as possible?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm so new that it's like, I'm just figuring it out as I go. Um, so I didn't even really have a system for like reaching out on a weekly basis to, you know, here are the updates, you know, which of course I'm in a bunch of memberships and that's pretty standard. So, but somehow I hadn't factored that in, you know, like I was just like, I've got trainings and I've got calls, you know? And, um, so then since the membership has been going, I've also been finding out, kind of what I have bandwidth for. And I found that I actually love doing the calls. I did, I wasn't sure if I would enjoy them or not, um, but they're actually really fun. It's really fun to interact with people. And so I think I'm going to start including more calls. And, I, you know, I it's like that balance of, I don't want to overwhelm people, but I also would like to have something for them every week, <clears throat> you know, so that there's some sort of like, Hey, here's a excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Um, so that there's a, you know, a short behind the scenes or something like that. So I'm currently developing a more systematized, um, calendar with weekly content of some sort. And I, I think that will be helpful. I mean, I definitely have had people drop off. I offered a free 30 day, um, refund, um, which I think in the future it will be 15 days. I like the refund option, but, Um, I think it, will just make it a little bit shorter. Um, and I've had people drop off and I don't know, I kind of figured that would happen. And so I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) You're the
0: expert. (laughs) Yeah, I would definitely say, if you haven't already go through the retention essential section of the roadmap and, and get all of that in place for your onboarding, your cancellations, your refunds and things. Cause yeah, that'll, that'll give you all the, the kind of key. Key things I would recommend, I would say, um, yes. but it, it sounds like you're doing a great job already in terms of just making members feel welcome and being accessible to them as well. You know, it sounds like a lot of them have joined specifically for you and your expertise as well as that community, which is is awesome. That's awesome for you. It's a kind of a huge selling point. And one last thing I wanted to mention on the the launch itself is I'm curious if you'd actually run launches like this before. So you mentioned about you'd use Jeff Walker's formula. Was this the first time you'd done that or have you run this kind of launch before?
1: No, that was really, I mean, I've launched digital courses before and of course I've been launching shop updates and um, I, I find that um, scarcity and urgency is the thing that makes the world go round in the, in my space, you know, like I have a few things that are always available as far as like physical products that you can buy, but mostly I do it in, in cycles. And so this was the first time that I had done a very formalized like workshop leading into an, an open cart. usually it's just like a simple lead generator and then i pull people in and then i launch you know at some point in there but but i will do this again i mean that that was very very effective and um and i'll definitely i'll probably do more than one next launch i'll probably have something two weeks out and then maybe a week out and then and then i'm in a webinar like crazy yeah. <laughs> So webinars are, you know, my big target now.
0: Yeah. yeah, I remember you posting in the the academy in the middle of your launch about you know, you know, so this is going really well, but should I try and work out how to do a webinar and it being kind of like, you know, maybe, maybe save that for next time and, and just
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes, um, yeah, and probably do more lives. Like I never do live stuff on social, but I think that that seems like people talk about that as being effective. So you know, th- these are the things I'll try. Yeah.
0: So what's your long-term goal for the membership then? Have you, have you got one or is it kind of just a, a see how it goes at the moment?
1: Well, actually, you know, the uh, membership Academy is my model. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> um, my husband and I are always like, we're like, well, what should we do about blah, 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 some technical thing, or should we have a plug in here? And oh, the membership Academy will have an answer. (laughs) So we really appreciate it. So thank you so much for creating such a vast resource. It's, it's really, really been helpful as we're going. So it's, yeah, it's been, it's been great. And I'm in a bunch of memberships and I've taken all of the courses, you know, but this is the most comprehensive and, um, it's, it's a beautiful site. So if anybody on this are listening are like, hmm, should I join? Yes, you should, you should join. Cause it's amazing. <laughs> um, so I really like, uh, the, the, platform in membership Academy where there's this kind of like full course, you know, you have a very developed, vast system of, uh, of how people should go about this. Um, and then of course, there's all the side, side information as well. And so my idea, you know, going, going forward is to, I'm, I'm building it. I don't know. Did you have that course before you started? No, no.
0: So this is version three of what we were doing. So, um, yeah, so we always knew we'd have a roadmap. But when we first launched, we didn't have all the content for that. So we kind of, we worked on building the content library up, then we created a navigational roadmap that was through that content. um, And then now, obviously, we've got the, the full course based roadmap instead. So that's been an evolution
1: yes so that's what's going to happen for me so what i would what i would love and that's kind of how i'm thinking about the content that i'm developing now is i'm thinking of it in terms of some sort of in the future it'll be sort of a sequential uh it's lightly sequential it's not super rigid you know it's not like well you have to build a platform first i mean it's you know with art it's it's a little more squishy but um but definitely you know in in two years or even in a year's time, when I have, you know, 12 trainings up, I want them to, to be like, so I can, when somebody joins, I can say, I have like stages, I have a quiz that they can take to figure out what stage they're at. And then I can like sort of plug them in like, well, you probably need to look at these five things, you know? And, and, um, and so then the goal now is to put those together so that, I mean, I, you know, I want it to to be sequential and make sense because I've been involved in some memberships that I come in if they've been around for a couple of years, and the content is very valuable, but it's a mismatch or a mishmatch, I guess mishmatch. So I I get in there and I just get overwhelmed because there's it's like well how am I supposed to you know, I guess I am interested in webinars and I am interested in this, but that, you know, it's, it just seems like it's hard to navigate. So I want to help people to go through something that's kind of like a step-by-step thing, which is exactly what you're doing in Membership Academy. So that's, that's the goal for me.
0: I love that. And so as we wrap up then, what is one tip
1: you would give to someone listening who is thinking of starting a membership? Um, I, you know, the thing that I've been thinking about a lot with almost Anything with any good idea, with any great art, with any good good teaching, with any book, with any, anything at all, like information, you know, that we're bringing into the world, Um, building the thing is 50%. So like making the art, you know, for a shop update is 50%. Developing the idea and the platform for the membership was 50%. And then the other 50% is marketing and communication and strategy and, um, and hammering away, (laughs) like go, 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 go. And I think a lot of people, they put all their heart and soul into creating their product, um, no matter what it is. And then they kind of forget that they also have to let everybody know and people need to hear it a lot. You know, they need to, they need to get a lot of touches before they're like, oh yeah, I guess I will look at that. Landing page, you know, so I think I think that's the thing that I'm always trying to help my artists with too. It's like it's not just about making the art; you've got to promote, 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 and and it, that's very uncomfortable for many people, including me. You know, like I've had to get used to that.
0: Yeah, and I think that's such a such a great tip and and lesson for everyone because it is so easy, as you say, to just get so head down into the creation side that then you're done and you're like, well. Why why is nobody here praising me for creating it you know you have to actually then spend the time telling them as well so yeah so I love that and yeah I thank you so much for your time today Josie I've loved watching your progress in the academy and and how this has gone for you and yeah I'd love to get you back in a year's time or so to to see how things are, have carried on going
1: as well. Oh, it'll be so fun. Thank you so much for <laughs> what you do to help us membershippers. And I appreciate it so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. And obviously the membership's
0: closed at the moment, but where's the best place for people to go to check out your work or to connect with you further?
1: Yeah, I'm Josie Lewis art everywhere on social. And then on Insta, I'm also the Josie show. And that's where I talk, talk art and, um, and, and art and business and then uh, and then my website is josielewis.com and uh, my landing page with the waiting list is josielewis.com slash arc that's arc it's josie's arc
0: awesome we'll make sure to put all those links in the show notes as well so thank you again josie it's been wonderful talking with you i feel like we could have talked on for hours there because there's so many details to get into but yeah it's been awesome to speak to you thank you thank you it's a pleasure
2: Wow, I really, really loved that conversation. And something I really appreciate about Josie is the effort that she went into to make sure that she was building an audience very specific to what she was going to be doing with her membership rather than just relying on that larger audience she'd already built up for the other sides of her existing business she actually really zeroed in on who she wanted specifically for that membership and i do think that that audience size is probably something a lot of people would have taken for granted and they wouldn't have even thought that they need to build this separate audience
0: yeah and i think while it essentially doubled her workload having that kind of two audience to cater for It was so vital to her success and it is something a lot of people with existing businesses don't do. I mean, she has a seven-figure business, millions of followers to then actually take that leap and pivot down that audience and and branch off. That's a huge thing to do. And a lot of people won't take that step and and then they don't achieve the results that they hoped for.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I really also um, had a a big appreciation for just how relaxed and chilled (laughs) Josie was about the launch as well, just in terms of her actual expectations as you said she already has this high level of success within her business so you know you would expect that maybe she'd she'd be really ramping up and putting too much pressure on herself on herself in terms of what she was shooting for with the launch um so i i liked her approach i like the more relaxed approach because you know we're all about that that more relaxed approach to business and she's in doing that i think she's just Left herself still with a lot of options for future launches um, in in terms of new tactics to try, new strategies to try, new directions to go in.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of scope to continue growing those launches further, and I think the level of engagement that Josie has had right off the bat as well is really encouraging. There is a great future ahead for this membership.
2: There really is. And I think, you know, having brought Josie on so early on in her membership journey, um, there's a lot that I think we're going to see um, from what she does with that membership. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to getting an update. Obviously, big, big thank you again to Josie for sharing the journey and the insight into her launch so far. And I'm sure I'm not alone in saying that I'm definitely looking forward to checking in on how things are going in a year, or uh, I'm saying in a year, I'm, I'm I'm booking, yeah, I'm I'm kind of committing Josie to an update episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that is it from us for another week. Thanks again to Josie. Thanks, of course, to the co-host with the Mohost. host. <laughs> <laughs> I also had Mohawk I was there.
1: Say
2: yeah. Um, yeah, we'll work on that one. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back again next week with another episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website's already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, step-by-step membership roadmap, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools, as well as our supportive active community that will help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, The Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out at membershipacademy.com. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library, and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.